0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for being back. I hope you're having a great day today. Today, we're going to look at uh, God's instructions on how to care for uh, widows. You know, God has always been concerned about women in the Bible. He made in the very beginning uh, when he looked around and said, it's not good for man to be alone. He gave man a woman and he did not create her to be his uh, footstool or his head. He created her to be a helper and a helpmeet. And so uh, how important that is uh, for mankind. Um, When women have lost their spouses and become widows, God has given specific instructions on what we need to do. And so uh, that's what I want us to look at in our section today. And so uh, grab your Bible, turn to First Timothy chapter 5. We're going to look at verses 3 through 16. So let's read those verses together. Honor widows who are really widows. But if any widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show piety at home and to repay their parents. This is good and acceptable before God. Now she who is really a widow and left alone, trusts in God and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But she who lives in pleasure is dead while she lives. These things command that they may be blameless. But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Do not let a widow under 60 years old be taken into the number, and not unless she has been the wife of one man well-reported for good works, if she has brought up children, if she has lodged strangers, if she has washed the saints' feet, if she has relieved the afflicted, if she has diligently followed every good work. But refuse the younger widows, for when they have begun to grow wanton against Christ, they desire to marry, having condemnation because they have cast off their first Faith, And besides, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies, saying things they ought not. Therefore, I desire that the younger widows marry, bear children, manage the house, give no opportunity to the adversary to speak reproachfully, For some have already turned aside after Satan. If any believing man or woman has widows, let them relieve them and do not let the church be burdened that it may relieve those who are really widows. Now, I should make it clear that it is possible for a man to be a widower as well, and he may be destitute and in need of help as well. But I believe in this section, God is focusing more on the woman than he is on the man, because the man may have other ways that he can draw income or things like that. But the first verse of this section is the whole, uh, sets the stage for the whole thing. Honor widows who are really widows. Now, the widows to be helped by the church are those who are widows indeed. Well, what exactly does that mean? It means that she is one who has no children or relatives that can help her. If a widow has children, it is the children and grandchildren's responsibility, if they're capable of it, to care for her. Paul says this is good and acceptable before the Lord. In fact, he says in verse eight, anyone who does not take care of their mother has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. But the one who has no one is truly a widow indeed. And she puts her trust in God that he will make sure she's taken care of. The church is her family and are to help her in whatever way The church can. Now he says there's another kind of widow here. And she is one who lives in pleasure, who goes about doing things that would not be pleasing to God. And he says she is not to be helped by the church in a financial way. We're always to be helping people in a spiritual way, but not in a financial way. Paul also then goes on to give some other qualifications for a widow to be cared for by the church. He says, don't let her be under 60 unless she has been the husband of one wife. We'll talk more about that, I think, when we move down the line here a little bit. She must be reported to have done good works. She's been hospitable. She's washed the saints' feet, or she's helped the saints in any way she can. She's relieved the afflicted. And she's diligently followed every good work. Wow, what an example for all of us, not just for the widow, but these are things all of us should be involved in doing. Then he says, refuse the younger widows. Well, why? They will probably remarry. They're still young enough to maybe go out in the workplace. And so he says, make sure those two things don't happen. If she doesn't marry... He says she could. Now, don't say here, Paul's saying everyone who doesn't marry as a young widow is going to do these following things. He's saying it is possible that this could happen. These temptations could overtake her. So Paul gives us some of those temptations for her to be aware of. It's possible that she might get into a scene that would cause her to cast off her faith, learn to be idle. Wander from house to house, gossiping and speaking things she ought not. Now, again, that's not saying that every young widow is going to do those things. He's just warning that they be cautioned about this. In fact, he encourages the young widows to marry, to have children, to manage the house. Don't give an opportunity for Satan to enter into your life. Don't let this be a burden to the church. If the church is so tied down financially, it will be difficult to continue to preach the word. You might remember back in Acts where it talked about the apostles had gotten some complaints because certain widows were not taken care of and they got certain men to take care of those widows so that they could continue to preach the word of God. We have to continue to preach God's word, but at the same time, we must be careful not to let true widows fall through the cracks and not be taken care of. Thanks for being here today. Hope to see you next time. Bye.